episode 41. My name is Dave Hunt, and I'm joined by Michael Swick. How's it going, Dave? How's it going? We just had a little conversation before this, so yeah. uh, I think we're both of us a little tired today, but we still yeah. got plenty of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Long week for me, post-vacation week at work, and then getting ready to uh, take my daughter down to school, so down to Kentucky uh, later this week. And I was going to come back to work from furlough, and then some riots broke out. So, yeah. um, Chicago did Chicago. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, we are Digital Days Gaming. We are a weekly podcast that uh, posts every Thursday. Uh, early access Patreon subscribers get the show on Wednesday at 6 a.m. on Wednesday or Thursday, depending on what you service you use. Um, we talk about all things gaming. And I now actually own way more platforms than i did nine months ago for gaming yeah <laughs> so you we'll had a big week <laughs> yeah so we'll talk about that um and uh we've got some other things to talk about that tie into that as well so um but as always like we say if this is your first time listening to us thank you for finding us somehow i would love to hear how you found us whether you found us by searching or from a friend or anything so if you want to uh let us know whether you comment on the youtube or on twitch or on uh, twitter facebook group all that stuff all of those show all those uh, social links are linked in the show notes below um and, or you can just go to our website digitaldaysgaming.com and uh, like all that's on the website is the podcast uh, feed, um, as well as links to the social stuff, Patreon, Twitch, Twitter, all the, all the things that I just mentioned. So, um, And uh, if you do want to support us on Patreon, that's very easy to do. Just patreon.com slash digital days gaming is one way you can support us uh, direct financially. And then uh, we're going to work on it this week. I got an email from them because uh, I know we have a lot of international listeners. They are actually doing stuff in non-U.S. funds now. So I'll have to set that up and so you can uh, pay... I don't know if it converted or I, cause I've never accessed it from outside of the country, outside of the U S. So, um, if that's something that's been holding you guys up from you supporting us on Patreon, please let us know. And I will, uh, take care of it faster, <laughs> but I still, it, it will be taken care of, uh, within this week more than likely. Um, I don't know hundred percent what that does or doesn't mean, but I've already spent more time talking about Patreon than I want to. So, um, and then again, we, we live stream the show on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash digital days gaming, where we are an affiliated Twitch channel. So if you would like to support us through that, uh, you can link your Twitch account to your Amazon Prime account if you have one and you get a free subscription. Or you can just do tier subs to us as well if you'd like. That would always be appreciated. And any support that we get from you guys is great. But the biggest thing that you can help us with is just sharing the show. Uh, retweets on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, uh, shares on Facebook, uh, sharing the whole post, and uh, just telling people about it and reviewing it if at all possible. It's been a little while since we had a review, so we would love to see a review pop up on there, uh, whether it's uh, Google Play, iTunes, Podcast Attic, and uh, I think shortly within the next month, our show might show up on Amazon service based on yeah, the email yeah. we got. So I'll we're still the, figuring the, that the out. The so. service and you learn all that stuff and <laughs> yeah, see if that's going to so, happen. Yeah, so we got some email about something. I I think Amazon, I know, like, has a Prime service, so I, I'd be curious, like, if if our, if our show could be, like, streamed on the TV, like, audio only or something. That'd be kind of cool. I know you can do that through Spotify, like, on PlayStation, yeah. so. Well, sounds like it's coming to Audible and Amazon Music, so I'm sure you ah. could do that. Okay, cool. All right, uh, so we are going to get into it, and uh, this is an interesting article that I actually thought would get more traction in our community this week than it has, but I'm sure that Michael and I will have some pretty interesting things to say about it. I know I will, so. Yeah, this is just the classic Apple is kind of on their bullshit, but this is what makes Apple Apple. Uh, Xbox, I believe, were the ones that came out, and because uh, a lot of people were asking about like where when is XCloud coming out 
on iOS because currently the beta has only been Android. All the plans as of this moment are for an Android release in the coming month. And September 15th, I think. Yeah, September 15th. Yeah. Yeah. And And it was it was working on Apple. Like a it, certain so, certain games, like I think the Halo Master Chief Collection. It was, was only the Master yeah. Chief Collection. There was no other games you can play. Right. Um, so people were like, "When is it coming?" X Cloud, especially now that it's part of Ultimate Game Pass, uh, like all that stuff. When is it coming to iOS? And the answer is maybe never, uh, because Apple is blocking it because they say due to their iOS guidelines, services like X Cloud and Stadia aren't allowed on their platforms. So. The 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 quote that Apple gave to uh, artists Art Technica and multiple other outlets, it kind of just did the general like, here's our stance on it, deal with it. Um, it goes as follows: The App Store was created to be a safe and trusted place for customers to discover and download apps, and a great business opportunity for all developers. Before they go on our store, all apps are reviewed against the same set of guidelines that are intended to protect customers and provide a fair and level playing field to developers. Our customers enjoy great apps and games from millions of developers, and gaming services can absolutely launch on the App Store as long as they follow the same set of guidelines applicable to all developers, including submitting games individually for review and appearing in charts and search. In addition to the App Store, uh, developers can choose to reach all iPhone and iPad users over the web through Safari and other browsers uh, on the App Store. So the long story is, well, there's a, the long story short is Apple says you need to, you need to submit everything individually to them so then they can verify it. And that makes sense to a certain point, but then when you look at Netflix and Disney Plus and all the other streaming services, there's no way they're submitting every individual episode and movie and TV show to Apple. The reason the Netflix and Disney Plus and all the other streaming services are allowed on there is because if you subscribe through iOS to Netflix, you're giving 30% of that subscription price to apple so apple gets a chunk of that because it has to go through the apple filter second video games are held at a weird standard so they're not being treated the same way as a movie or tv show so because it's it's technically controllable content yeah so i get the stance from apple from at that point but also apple does have a competing service they have the Mm -hmm. apple arcade which is a subscription service where you get a bunch of games, but all those games can be bought individually. So Apple's stance on this, which is really shitty, is those games need to be individually available on the App Store, which makes no sense because that's not the point of the streaming service. Um, but I think what it comes down to is they don't... They, they'll let this happen if they get their cut. They want their right. cut. And specifically, too... A lot of the games that are going to be on iCloud, not a lot of them, but there's a lot of games that have microtransactions attached. I'm assuming you will be able to purchase through xCloud, and that's a second layer of money that Apple would want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. It's not only getting that subscription cut, but any microtransaction that happened there, they want that cut as well. So this is going to be a big thing in terms of the work Microsoft would have to put into it to let Apple in on their ecosystem twice. Once the for return, the subscription. The, yeah, the return and the on investment. 
the re- the return on investment for Microsoft just isn't there. And yeah. and it, it just goes to show you how much that Apple is charging. Whether they're afraid of the competition or not afraid of the competition, um, this is Apple being Apple. Um, and this is how Apple has functioned since it was created. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, it's our way or the highway, and if you don't like it, the door is that way. And um, it sucks, and everybody can, you know, sit there and say that, you know, Microsoft should just do better. And it's like, Microsoft is... The, the return on investment not being there, because I'm sure they've ran the numbers, is 100% true, because a- a- iPhone dominates the, the cell phone market. I mean, I don't know if so dominates it. So, to put it, in perspective... significant, yeah. Uh, in 2019, the Apple revenue from just their cut was $15 billion, just from the cut they make of all the transactions that happen on their store. Like, yeah. So, it's Microsoft a large is, amount of is, money. is definitely, you know walking away from a potential huge chunk of money um and it's you know it's just it's interesting because it has to be like to where they're like putting this on there even i think microsoft would even put this on there if they were going to break even just to be there like yeah but also like we've been we've this has been the thing that we've talked about a lot uh in terms of how much money they're actually making from game pass like getting all those games on their service day Mm -hmm. one that aren't their first party games, building that library costs them a lot of money. And you wonder how much they're actually profiting from game pass. So the idea that Apple will then take 30% of that and then take 30% off of whatever microtransactions happen just doesn't, that math does not work out for Microsoft. I think it's really shitty that Apple is gatekeeping. And then they're basically the fact that Apple is trying to do this is like, we're doing this for the consumer and it's like, no, you're not. You're you're doing this because you want to make as much money as possible. But also, at the same time, I'm going to contradict myself. It's their platform. It's, yeah. No, I mean, and, yeah. and this is how they've always been. Because I could already see this. Like, so since they've you know started like the within the last week with all like, the the X Cloud, I think getting officially dated. Like, I think we always knew it was coming in September, but I think I feel like this is the first time we heard September fifteenth. And so then it opened up a lot of stuff where I've seen I've seen a lot more advertisements. Xbox uh, YouTube channel had like, how are you going to play games on your phone? And they, they showed all these controllers like this Razer controller and it all uses like USB-C connections. Like, I'm sure these are all conversations that ha- have been happening over the over a while. And this would you know, this is a huge missed opportunity for even for Apple as well, because people would have to companies would. If, if this was functioning on there, com- on, on iOS, companies would pay for a controller that can snap onto your iPhone. And in order for it to snap onto your iPhone, it has to have a lightning connector, which means you have to, you know, more than likely pay Apple for the tech or, you know, for the to, for the knowledge, the licensing or the connectivity uh, just for it to work. Yes, you can probably make a lightning connector, but in order for you to make sure it works correctly. It's um, got to be approved by Apple. You got to get certified yeah. by Apple. And- yeah, versus just it being a USB-C connection like it is on some of the... Um, on some of the android phones um but you know and a couple of people in chat you know like apple's always been a closed ecosystem and yes i mean they've, they've they've started to open up a little bit more as you know android has started to um you know push on them but i mean even little things like looking at like i look at our our, our data like this is a huge market just talking about ddg ddg download numbers um it's 56 percent. itunes is yeah it's 56 percent so like uh, half of uh, over half of our listeners are listening on an Apple device. And so, there's no platform that's above like 10%, like right. the competing platform. It's 56 and then it's a bunch of fives yeah. m- all on Android, but it's spread out through yeah. like 
So yeah, this cost, you know, this cost to, you know, submit games like it, it's got to be astronomical. Like just for because Microsoft's been very, very, very pro consumer, and I would think that they would want to do something on on Apple devices, and and this is Apple like pushing on them really hard. I think that eventually that the within the next year or so is as this gains as XCloud games tra- gains traction, I think you're going to start to see like my, uh, Apple is going to have to pay attention to it, um, and. Because I think that the, they'll have to pay more attention to it because I have a very strong feeling that xCloud will be way more successful than Stadia. Way more successful than Stadia. Oh, no, it will. Because it's already on more platforms. It already yeah. has more more games, a better library, a reputation, a brand name. Uh, but at least this is going to open a door. Like Samsung already struck a deal with Microsoft where like they're, they're yeah. going to do some stuff with xCloud and Ultimate for like the new Samsung phones and tablets. I it sucks that this is going to close out a certain amount of community for this, but realistically you can get a, a seven inch Samsung tablet, like a basic one that can run X cloud for like 120 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, like the cost isn't that crazy. If you're an iOS user and you really want to play X cloud and you know, you want to play it on your phone or a tablet, you can buy a cheap Android tablet that can run it. Mm-hmm. Uh, without having to like invest in like the Apple ecosystem further, uh, I'm just hoping that we see some some apps like a Fire Stick app or a Roku app or you know smart apps like on like I I I don't I guess I don't expect to see that in September, but I would hope to see that within six months of launch. Yeah, that, I feel like that would be like a Xbox event announcement sort of thing of just mm-hmm. you know like an E3 or whatever they do like if at the Game Awards in December whatever those look like they're like now chromecast compatible or yeah uh, hdmi out because i know when i had uh x cloud and i try to run it hdmi out it just it wasn't working like it wouldn't let me do it so hopefully they can add that stuff um yeah uh but this is probably going to lead to a big market like samsung does have the exclusivity kind of or but it's they have like a feature for it, but like it's going to be available on multiple devices. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess Android people win this way. But yeah, I just I guess my my the the biggest thing is like yeah, it's a big deal that because Apple is such a dominant uh, in the in the in the mobile field. But I mean, do you see? Okay, so you and I both have Android phones. Um, mm-hmm. I switched to Android a couple years ago when iPhone got rid of their headphone jack. Like I just wasn't really ready to to make the full switch to wireless, and I ended up starting to pick up the Galaxy like seven, and now I have like the nine plus. I think. Um, do you? Could you see yourself primarily playing your XCloud games on your phone, or would it just be one of those things where? Hey, I'm almost done with this. Or you're watching, you know, you're watching, you know, the White Sox, or you're watching the Bulls play, and you're just kind of putzing on your phone, like doing some mindless grinding in a game you enjoy playing, like an RPG you enjoy playing, and just letting it kind of function like that. Um, not really. Uh, so I, I, I have Xcloud now, uh, or at least I'll have it until like the end of the month, when then I'll have to start paying for it. Uh, and for the most part, it's just those rare situations where I just have a gap of time and I'm nowhere near a console. Or yeah. anything to play because, like, if I'm watching the White Sox and I really want to play a baseball game, my living room set up to where I could just go over to my desk and then still watch the living room TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, ideally, what I would want to do, which I'm, which is what I'm probably gonna do, is right now I have a crappy Amazon tablet that can't mm-hmm. run XCloud unless they patch it, which I don't think they will because it's like the the very baseline one. I can see myself buying like 
$120-$150 Samsung tablet and just keeping that in my backpack with a DualShock. Um, or specifically getting that mini DualShock that PlayStation was selling not too far long ago, but I don't know if that's Bluetooth. If that turns out to be yeah. Bluetooth, then I can totally see, because I walk around with a backpack. I'm that type of person. I always have a yeah. backpack. I can see throwing a tablet and like a, a small Bluetooth controller in my bag and just having it for whenever. Uh, and I won't feel as bad as if uh, the uh, Switch breaks. Which is why I don't really carry my Switch outside my yeah. house because Switch's save systems all messed up. So if something happens to my Switch, I'm kind of screwed. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm, I just see it as like an additional layer. So that's why I like I, I don't think that I, I don't think, and I guess I mean I I absolutely could be wrong, but I don't think somebody is going that that's an i i iPhone user or iPad owner that it, you know a week ago was like I can't wait to 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 buy xbox game pass ultimate and didn't doesn't own a pc doesn't own an xbox uh xbox one like i don't see that market yet and that's why i think that this will catch you know momentum over the next six to 12 months of where you could like where it could be a 15 dollars service that you don't have to own a console but i don't think and i think by then like when microsoft can go to apple and say look at how many people are on android look at what you're missing like let's make a deal yeah. you know like i think when 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 microsoft can show apple this works like and 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 we're you know th this is what's happening that's when the the two of them will have to come together and make a deal and that would be within the first 6 to 12 months i think yeah it would have to xcloud will have to become kind of a big thing for apple to be the one that's like okay we need to get it or if samsung does really well with like xcloud that they're like if if xcloud can become synonymous with the samsung brand or android in general mm -hmm. then that can definitely open the window uh, but like you said i think i'm more interested to see if they can somehow get it running on roku's or yeah. amazon or uh, uh, like the the fire stick i think that will be the huge thing and i think that would then force apple to be like shit we need this on apple tv like right. we need this yeah because uh, i don't there's nothing experience. there's I don't feel like there's anything on Game Pass that I would consider even to be mobile built. Like even when we had the Vita, like the Vita, you know, the PlayStation Vita, like the the games were built to play. Most games were built that you could play in small chunks. Like you could stop, you could play something for ten or twelve minutes and feel like you accomplished something, just like mobile games are now. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, I've even thought to my head, like you know, like I like I said, I've been looking at controllers or even like you looking at a tablet. Like, do I take it to work and like you know, I eat, um, I'm warming up my food in the microwave for my lunch break. Do I prop the tablet up and eat and and you know play a you know. Can it, how long is it going to take as an example you know how long would it take me to boot up destiny and go pick up some bounties and go do some mindless stuff do i have enough time on my lunch to do that and eat like and, and you know and i you know i drive everywhere you you use you know public transportation or you walk um mm -hmm. so like you have more time to do something like that to where maybe you you're on a, you know a bus or a subway or a metro for 20 30 minutes on your way from point a to point b to where you could do something like that i'm i'm not in that situation so you know like even you know, I played the switch a lot coming home from Virginia um, and, and I was having fun with that, but I wasn't driving. So, mm -hmm. and I could see myself, but then I don't know, like the, at least with the switch, I put a cartridge in or I have a game downloaded and I can just play it. I have direct connect to it. You know, with X cloud, it would, it would be connection based. Obviously it's like, would, you know, would gears five run well on five G? I don't know. Yes, it will. 
yeah. uh, it'll, it'll run really well on 4G and 5G. Okay. Um, While you're playing with a friend and yeah. like talking to him on Discord? Okay. Yeah, yeah 5G and 4G, had... it works really yeah. well. It, but, but again, when you're traveling, like in the car, your cell signal will drop Up a little and bit yep, and you'll... Yep you'll start to see like the the pixelation and all that stuff um to me like i think the tablet is a perfect scenario just because like there's no way i can see myself like on the bus or on the train busting out my controller and then propping it up because like you said there are no games that are built for like the mobile experience and like in terms of bite-sized games there there are some but this is this is really the scenario for vacations or you're just on a family trip or you just really want to jump back into games and like this is a great way to do it yeah but will the consumer that wants to jump into games even know this exists right and now that it's it's like we've always talked about with stadia can i throw a chromecast and a stadia controller in my bag and go to my parents house so i don't have to haul my console with me and you know will in in what i hope xcloud and it does in that situation like yeah that would be really that'd be really great because even you can buy um you know, USB-C to HDMI cables that you might be able to plug your tablet into the into my, I could plug my tablet into my parents' television and still mm-hmm. technically be playing through my tablet, but seeing the image on the screen. What what the late not on the TV, what the latency will be or won't be with that, I don't know. But if mm-hmm. if that works to where, like you said, I can spend 120 bucks on a tablet or on a device even that, you know, maybe isn't that great, but I can get that cable that I can connect it to a TV. You know, when you're somewhere else, if you're if you travel a lot, if you're a truck driver, you're at a hotel. Like I could totally see this being a viable platform, especially if you play a game that's on there. Like if you're a, if you're a huge Halo fan and you like to play Halo multiplayer, or Halo Infinite's multiplayer turns out to be really good, and you, you know you're you're going to hotels and stuff that you just bring your tablet, plug it into your TV, and and play your you know play your five or six matches of of Halo, you know, every week. Yeah, the I think the big thing, the the thing that will make xcloud really stand out is i think ces was already canceled for next year but i'm sure there'll be a replacement for it whichever tv manufacturer they line up with i think that's going to be huge Mm because i don't think there's any like my current i have a tcl roku series 6 it's from 2019 the 2019 model i think was series 6 that probably can't run xcloud like it just doesn't have the processing power to Mm -hmm. to stream that uh with uh, the mountain lane required. But if next year uh, they make a deal with Samsung, they're like, hey, every Samsung TV, just like PlayStation tried to do with PlayStation Now, but PlayStation Now just wasn't a great service. Every Samsung TV comes with an Xbox One controller. Xbox One controller, and it comes with a, a free month of, of Game Pass Ultimate. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more powerful, especially on your TV. There's not a ton of apps. Most of the time on your phone, uh, at least Android, I don't get apps advertised to me unless I go into the app store. So I would have no idea Xout exists unless I happen to be in the gaming section of the Android store. Right. On the TV, at least TCL, they advertise apps, you know, because they have certain spots on your TV that are like, fill this with an app and they'll recommend stuff. If I get a Samsung TV next year and it says try xcloud that might be the thing that takes it over the edge and that will probably bring apple in is if people are like holy shit i didn't know i can play all these video games on here and oh it my tv came with an xbox controller anyways like right. that could be the thing that takes them over the over the top right now just it being available on phones and tablets i don't think that's going to be as big as people want it to be right until they get that ease of tv use 
Just like just, you would probably this, be paying Stadia more if you can play it on your TV. Yeah. Uh, better. I probably know, would be subscribed to Stadia Pro if I could play it on my TV. With a, if I could take a if I take my Xbox controller or my DualShock and hook it up to my television via Bluetooth or even via wired connection, and I could just play, I probably would be invested in the Stadia ecosystem. Yeah. Even if it just ends up being a game as for me, a games as a service mechanism. Like the, I think that these you're going to start seeing more of these games as service mechan uh, games show up on these streaming services, these Xclouds, the Stadia's of the world because it's more important for them to get the seasonal content from you, to get the $10 every 3 months from you than to get the $60 off the bat. Like I'm actually like really surprised that Activision hasn't delved into this a little bit more. I think like Activision Blizzard, like I think Over Overwatch is a great game to be offered as part of a streaming service right now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, because just, of how they make money. Yeah, uh, just imagine how much money Microsoft could make by getting people locked into Ultimate, and then the Master Chief Collection, or not the Master mm-hmm. Chief, Halo Infinite's multiplayer takes off, and then get them in. Then get them into microtransactions on top of getting them on Game Pass Ultimate. Like that, right. that that is a huge potential revenue stream, which will then probably move them away from the hardware business, and they just go back to being software, what the Microsoft's known for. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm sure this will be resolved by next year, <laughs> in terms of them being on iOS. Um, all right, let's move on to the the next story. Um, yeah, uh, we talked about this a little bit ago. Uh, it leaked, uh, and we were just—I'm just, I'm just finally glad that we have some kind of answer, right? Um, so, uh, Rocksteady revealed, kind of in a, a uncelebratory way, terrible. Uh, yeah, <laughs> th- they just dropped an image of uh, Bizarro Superman or Red Kryptonite Superman, and it had Suicide Squad with a target on his back. Uh, so that confirms that Rocksteady is making a Suicide Squad game, and we will find out more trailer gameplay probably, hopefully, at the DC Fandom event later this month. But we were talking about this, and we were uh, Dave, I believe, was hoping that this wouldn't be the case, uh, that it would Rocksteady would be working on a Suicide Squad game. Uh, I also was kind of on there. I kind of pitched myself into probably future disappointment. Uh, for I think how you I know. Like I think you're, you're more invested into this into this genre or or, or character style than I am. I don't know enough yeah. about the Suicide Squad to to really be like, hey, this has potential. And you, I think you're looking at the ceiling, and I don't think they're going to be at the ceiling. Yeah. So like, I, so just to explain. Like, I'm not a Suicide Squad fan. I think it's actually kind of a dumb concept, just because I like all the characters individually, but the idea that they're there's a lot of stupid characters in in Suicide Squad, like Boomerang, Harley Quinn good individual characters but the idea that you get a bunch of non very non-super heroes together in a group to then take on actual superheroes to me is like a flawed concept uh like the island of misfit toys yeah yeah basically and so the idea of like playing as a suicide squad game and knowing that what the story is hinting at just doesn't make sense for me i feel like the idea that the Suicide Squad would be able to take down Bizarro, who is, you know, like uh, like an alternate version of Superman or like an alien version of Superman or alien. And, alien and it's who Superman. it's who we think is in this picture, right? Yeah. So all okay. we know is that is Superman, but he's got like a purplish kind of red look to it. And Bizarro has purplish skin. And his, his face is cracking as well. So that is likely Bizarro Superman. It also could be Red Kryptonite 
uh, under a uh, Superman under the red kryptonite, uh, which is that kryptonite basically takes away his conscious uh, or like his, you know, like his like moral compass gets taken away when he has red kryptonite in his blood or he's right. wearing it. So it's either Bizarro or it's Clark Kent Superman under the influence of red kryptonite, which he could do a really cool story with it because Suicide Squad's whole premise is the government makes this team of prisoners to then do their bidding. So the idea that maybe like the government like was doing something that caused Superman to be red Superman. And then they call in a suicide squad to take them out because they can't be seen fighting Superman. I like that idea. Will they do that? Who knows? That's kind of what I'm hoping for. I'm trying to pitch myself into liking this. Uh, but yeah, it's at least confirmed that it's the suicide squad, which I trust Rocksteady from a gameplay standpoint. I just don't know what the story will be like if they can justify doing this story or doing this cast of characters. I know you uh, have some thoughts just on the idea of a triple A Suicide Squad game. Yeah, I don't think that the the Suicide Squad carries the cachet to like to like we've talked about all the time, like the rumored of a a Ninja Turtle franchise that they were doing, or the rumor of like a, a Superman thing that they were doing. I think that if this image that was leaked on Twitter ends up being uh, like the image that is on like the box art as an example mm-hmm. that's not going to draw anybody's attention like the basic fan is you know if you walk by the superman logo like we always talked about spider-man superman mm-hmm. batman if you walk by a suicide squad logo i don't think that the majority of people are going to know what it is also grandma isn't going to buy that at christmas <laughs> <laughs> right um so i think that in terms of that cachet however i do think that rocksteady based on their relationship with dc that DC allowed them to make a comic villain with Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that they, you know, DC has enough comfort level with this studio to create a new villain, which I believe has appeared in the comics since he's, since his creation in the Batman world. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He now so. is like a character basically now. Um, and then the other concern is like, it's being brought up in chat as well that I saw when I first saw this is that, and I'm, you, most of you guys know me, I'm a, I'm a very big advocate for this. I'm a, I've been a defender of destiny. I've been a defender of what division has attempted to do. I've, you know, I was, I was trying to, to get into Anthem. The rumors are that this could be a game as a service. Um, and I don't want that. Yeah. So I can see, like, it has to be a co-op game just because the Suicide Squad is a group of du- a bunch of different heroes. I just don't know, like, from a comic perspective, it, we already know the villain is going to be some sort of Superman. It's going to be the Bizarro, Red Kryptonite Superman. And I don't know how you even do a games as a service game, because when you tell me games as a service game, I almost look at Avengers like that, uh, Destiny uh-huh. like that. Yep. They usually require a lot of grinding to where you're just beating like putties from you know Mm -hmm. like you're just beating mindless enemies trash trash ads yeah yeah like all the marvel movies they're always like some undescript villain creatures that you fight and i just don't see a world where you can have a suicide squad game built well there's also there's there's also not enough depth in the suicide squad characters to do that like if if batman's game was a game as a service like you could be upgrading his abilities you could be upgrading his Batcave, you could be upgrading his weapons and all the gear and everything he has same thing with superman not necessarily his abilities but you could be upgrading some of his gear like harley quinn and deadshot like there's not a huge like upgrade 
path or yeah, well harley sense. quinn you can do some stuff with like she she has different but weapons not, not she can use two years Oh no no! So there's a lot of members of the Suicide Squad. They can yeah. do like, but the... they would have to delay the content, and that would piss people off as well. As if all of a sudden, like every season, which is what this would have to be, would be a seasonal content game. Every season, you add a new character, and I'm I'm sure you you and I are gonna have a conversation about Avengers a little bit. Like yeah. I don't know if that's enough. Like I don't in terms well, of like the way that you would build your game. I I think you would have to start with like the core group that everyone knows. So probably have to base it off like the movie characters, not the, the design. Hopefully not. Uh, they'll have to like pull that roster, which is what uh, uh, Rick Flag, Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Boomerang, and like two other characters. So you can do that for the start, just like the Avengers games doing, and then you start adding people in. The only problem with that is the Suicide Squad is all the D list D list villains. Yeah. So how much excitement is there going to be for for uh, who's the one that they killed instantly in? the the suicide uh slipknot like is there going to be excitement when they're like introducing the guy who's good with ropes like right yeah unless the only thing too is that if if for some reason in this game they're able to create a new character completely from the ground up for this game that is like you're trying to become part of the suicide squad and that's kind of like as like the the pitch to the to, to the game as a service in the season the quote-unquote initial campaign is a brand new character I, I i don't think they necessarily have to worry about like making a new character because there's probably enough you can do an upgrade i'm just thinking of just like the content that you would be doing not necessarily mm-hmm. the rewards for doing it i'm thinking about just the actual acts you will be doing to do this as a games as a service which is why i'm hoping it's not you know yeah. that it's not games as a service i'm hoping at the most it's co-op with cosmetics Right. Uh, because now, I don't see a long tail on this. I don't either. But I also don't see a long tail on Avengers. Um, so, but I guess my question to you is, do you think that this is next-gen only? I think so. I think this would be next-gen only. I think Cause that would mean the can first, do what they want. Right. But this would also be the first major title that wouldn't be coming to Xbox One. Godfall. <laughs> I said ma- major title. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no, no. Remember, the rule is, it's up to the studios if they I want know. it to be exclusive for the series. X. I know. I'm just. I'm, but I'm just saying. Like, I didn't realize it until somebody uh, until like this was hitting Twitter. Like, this has been like Rocksteady's been quiet for almost five years, mm-hmm. other than the Batman VR experience for PlayStation. Yeah. So they they've been working on this for a long time. I th- I think it's going to be both. I don't think it's going to be next gen only. It depends on how um, soon it comes out. If they yeah. say holiday 2021, then it's probably next-gen only. If they say out this holiday or out in March, which they could do since they've been working on it for so long, they can easily just be like, hey, it's out in a month. You know? Uh, so they could do that, and it totally would make sense for it to be on everything. I think it depends on the release date. If I, I say if it's holiday 2021, then it's going to be next-gen only. If they say March or this holiday, then it's going to be on everything. Uh, do you do you see us or the players like going after like the Flash or Arrow like as like seasonal type you know quote unquote villains? Well, uh, Glorious War in the chat mentions like the Justice League could be the raid bosses, <laughs> which I guess would make sense like as they're moving on. But then again, I think that complicates the story in terms of just like. They, they're advertising Bizarro Superman or Red Kryptonite Superman, whatever. I'm going to keep saying that. Uh, 
so that's your your major boss and he's under the influence of evilness they would then have to find a way to justify turning the flash evil turning batman evil and Kansi have to do that and i feel like that would get tired after a little bit of just like oh okay how did they make the flash be a bad guy um unless they go completely alternate universe which dc would be fine with also Mm at&t just destroyed dc comics today uh so we'll, we'll see uh like how free reign they end up with because there's no one to answer to at dc comics anymore uh so i guess they can go crazy uh yeah i just don't see the the from a comic book minded perspective i just don't see how this could be a games as a service and i also don't really see how this can be like a game with a tail you know rocksteady's never done anything like this before and when we said that and unfortunately i mean most places most studios really haven't done anything like this at least on consoles some of them do okay Bungie, some of them do below okay massive and ubisoft and some of them fail bioware yeah um so and you know and and i don't i have confidence in rocksteady i have confidence in rocksteady to tell a story based on what they've been able to do with the arkham series i have zero confidence that they could do as game as a service and i haven't heard rumors of them taking talent of people that have done games as service even remotely well we haven't heard of them going to Rocksteady, nor have we seen jobs listings for Rocksteady that are listed this. And people have been trying to crack what Rocksteady's been doing forever. Yeah, we we, but it it, it all kind of makes sense now that's confirmed Suicide Squad because remember, there was like, oh, they're actually doing a Superman game. Mm-hmm. Well, they're kind of going to do a Superman game right. with this, and then when the Suicide Squad stuff happened, I'm just worried they've been working on it so long. Anytime a game takes so long to develop, there's usually weird old shit <laughs> that comes out. Or there's like aspects of the game that's really old that was a was a good fresh idea five years ago when they started mm-hmm. development, but then games came out between that that advanced what they were doing. So that always worries me when a game's been in development for yeah. so long. Well, um, and then my my fear too is that if it is a game as a, as a service is of the the nightmares of stuff that we've talked about with Bioware where they weren't they didn't want to pay attention to what Bungie or Massive was doing because they wanted to to be successful and do their own thing. Yeah. Well, you failed. So, yeah. <laughs> like um yeah. it's it, it it's it is concerning um you know like and I'm not trying to sell like division short like for honor has you know done something that has been able to be a game as a service that's been okay. Rainbow 6 is great. Um, you know, and, and whether you want to believe it or not, that's a game as a service. It's a competitive game as a service now. Um, so, and then, you know, something else that, you know, like, I think that's going to have some, some weight to it. We'll talk about too, is like, I think Fall Guys is on the right path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Overwatch is a game as, as a service as well. Yeah. Yeah. They just did their own path or a very old right. path that they're going to have to redo probably for the second game. Right. For uh, sure. Yeah, so I guess we'll find out at the end of August what's going on. They better do a full blowout of this game. I'm going to be pissed if it's only like a 30-second teaser trailer yeah. after waiting so long. I want like a good 15-minute demo gameplay scenario. Um, or if they just do a teaser trailer, then they better date that for like 21, 22. <laughs> Which uh, is still a long time for that studio to be working on you know, anything. The only thing that worries me is because I put this at the end. So AT&T was looking to sell their whole WB division, uh, WB games division. Um, In a recent investor call, uh, they kind of sounded like they put that on hold. But they also bunched the video game division 
as like an enhancement for their movie and TV show properties. So it almost sounds like they're not even considering it a pillar anymore of like, hey, we have, we do TV shows, we do movies, we do video games. It was more like we, we do, do TV media. shows and movies. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like we do TV shows, movies, and then we make toys and video games for those TV shows and movies, That's which kind of scared me uh, yeah. that they'd mention that, which makes me worried that Rocksteady is now going to be under that horrible AT&T umbrella to where if this isn't... Uh, you know, 10 out of 10 sells five to 10 million copies that AT&T is going to be like, we tried and then kill them. Cause AT&T doesn't right. seem like they're in the video game business. Any, which could be even, be. which could be even scarier if it is a game as a service. Yeah. Uh, to where they're going to, especially a company like AT&T who tend to be a little short sighted. Most companies are when they're that big, uh, where they're, they'll see, <laughs> they'll see, their suicide squad game and they'll be like oh we sold three million copies and we made this much money and then are like but fortnite did this and then they have to explain to their corporate overlords that fortnite is a different game you know like they could be in a scary spot with this uh but uh let's move on to the last section uh there was a state of play uh i know me and dave debated on whether we were going to need to do like a special podcast episode for it uh, like we've did for the Xbox and PS5 reveals, uh, we didn't. Luckily, PlayStation announced beforehand. No price, no release date. Please don't Only- be excited. <laughs> yeah, please don't be excited for this forty-one minute thing. There was some cool things that were announced during it. Uh, I highlighted just a couple things. Uh, Hitman trilogy, so the the Hitman three and the previous games will get psvr support which is cool that game's coming out 2021 i believe so vr support for those really cool. i think an, assa- an assassin style game in vr would be fun oh yeah especially yeah, yeah. the the world they built for that game yeah. uh, in particular uh then the the crash bandicoot stuff looked really cool like i went from like do we need a new crash bandicoot game to i kind of want to buy crash bandicoot day one yeah, not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of Crash myself. I mean, but I really haven't invested in the games. But it looked cool, and like I, I could see myself playing that game and, and having a good time. It's like forty yeah. bucks, right? Or is it gonna be sixty? Uh, I'm not too sure. I think it might be forty. I wouldn't be surprised okay. if it's forty. Yeah. Uh, but they'll do collector's editions of sixty with digital shit. Uh, <laughs> Braid Anniversary Edition was announced, which was cool. Uh, Dave's already just like. Uh, I, I don't know enough about this game. Like, and to be fair, I haven't watched the trailer. I watched bits and pieces of the state play, but like, there were a lot of people that are excited about it. It just doesn't resonate with me at all, and I don't know why it doesn't. So, because it, it's probably when you weren't really playing games that much, this was the first big Xbox Live Arcade game. Okay. So, like, 2000... I think it's been, like, 13 or 14 years since it came out. Okay. Uh, so, I think this but is yeah, right in the gap when, when you were just really wasn't playing. playing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you probably had just picked up your PlayStation, and it was only available on a 360 at that time. Um, so, that looks cool. They're they're doing the art to make it less pixelated and more, like, watercolor uh, painted or, like, uh, oil painted. Uh, so, that looks cool. Um, they're putting a lot of work, director's commentary in it, uh, remastering the music. So, it looks like a really thorough remaster. Uh, then we got the release date for Splunky 2, uh, which the internet was ecstatic about. I think that was the thing that everyone walked away from super happy because the first Spelunky was one of those indie darling games that kind of came out of nowhere and for a little bit of time took over like the Twitch universe and like every video game critic would go to Spelunky as like their favorite game. 
So that got a release date, and it's soon. It's September 15th. Uh, then we got the Alan Wake DLC for Control, which I'm excited about. Uh, the Alan Wake series has always been cool. Control is one of my favorite games from 2019. Uh, I did find it weird that they announced this DLC in a PlayStation State of Play, knowing the fact that Alan Wake has never been on a PlayStation platform. <laughs> I was really hoping with this announcement they'd be like, Alan Wake 1 and 2 Remastered, because Remedy owns the rights now. Right coming to playstation 4 uh mm-hmm. but that's not the case i'm hoping this opens the window maybe there'll be excitement for it that they'll they'll pull the trigger on that um just made me realize up. i haven't played control i haven't finished control it's just like i'm like oh crap it's something else i gotta finish <laughs> yeah you should it's definitely you like metroidvania type games so. yeah uh a game that i was really excited about because i didn't know it existed and it looked really cool aeon must die uh, was a cool-looking game, uh, though uh, some drama is associated with that game, apparently, after the trailer was released. The people that were developing the game uh, said they haven't worked on that game in a long time because they were basically, like, kicked off and left the studio. Uh, so, sounds like the publisher of the game just p- hired a company to make a trailer for it and no idea how the game's being finished. They probably just hired, like, another development team to finish this game so there's like some controversy by that you can read it there's a huge google doc of just information on like the development issues with that game uh which is weird that this made the state of play i think that's why it's interesting to bring up on this the fact that something like this kept from sony yes (laughs) like how this was like sony i would assume would have done a vetting process so the fact that like the conversation so Aeon Must Die was trending after State of Play because people were like, holy shit, this looks cool. And then that conversation throughout the day slowly switched to what the fuck is going on with the development team. It went from people really excited to a lot of people then digging in to try and figure out what's going on with the development of this this game. Uh, there was a, a Bug Snacks uh, gameplay thing. Looks really cool. Uh, it looks like Pokemon Snap. Uh, Viva Pinata and a bunch of other cool stuff from my childhood. I think they uh, a lot of the N64 games inspired the development team uh, for that. So I'm excited for that. Uh, and then there was Godfall showed up again. It's got to have the record for most appearances at like State of Plays and PlayStation press conferences. Um, and this with was appropriate the, music. Yeah, yeah, with with music that made sense for it. Uh, this was weird because like. I asked, like, on Twitter, is anyone excited for this game? And I was just met with a bunch of people just being like, no. And I don't know what's going on exactly with this game, that it's just not capturing anyone's attention. It hasn't with me. Every time I've seen it, I'm just like, eh. Uh, but, Dave, you're the, the, the resident looter fan. Uh I- I'm, con- I'm, co- I'm concerned just like I was concerned and still I'm concerned about Avengers and I'm concerned about these other games that are coming out that are, you know, that are using this looter sh- term and they're using a slash slasher looter instead of looter shooter like looter slasher. Um, I, I think that with the troubles that they, the like the games that we mentioned earlier on in the show that have gone through of investment and return on investment, time investment, all those things and and cost investment, you need to show how and why. And the only thing that they've been showing right now is cool looking 
like the characters look cool the the combat looks this was cool. like warframe characters though like it yeah. doesn't even look original so um but uh, my concern is again the tale on the game like I think that especially with the as many people has been that have been burned, whether they got burned by Anthem or got burned by Division or got burned by Destiny or got burned by whatever game it was that you know like or you know whatever it is like you need to to show your consumer how you're not going to burn them or how you're going to be able to respect their time and just or Borderlands like because this is another Gearbox thing like it what you know like Borderlands three kind of hit with a thud um, you know it was it was cool for like ten days and then it's not. Um, and you know, I think that you need to show why you need to, you, you know, why you, you're going to get these people, the, the consumer $60 and then show them like how you're going to keep them. Yeah. Uh, and the best they could do with this is they just said there's going to be no MTX, which I didn't know what that meant at first. And apparently that means microtransactions. Right. <laughs> like, uh, so like they haven't done a really good job at messaging and, I, I think it's sad though when like they showed this game s- at so many events and they haven't done anything at any of these events to like show people why they should get this game. To this, where it's almost better if they didn't show up at all right. these events. Or this game needs its own state of play by itself. Yes. Yeah. Put, like it, put the put the creative director, put the developer in two chairs on camera and say, "This is how this game works. This is what happens in this game, and here is how you." get stronger and, and and earn stuff and and similar to what avengers has done with the war table which to be fair i haven't given enough attention to yeah uh, but if they do that i feel like they need to do that on playstation's channel they Correct. shouldn't do yeah. that on the uh no it should be a state of Gearbox play channel yeah it, it should, should be, be a yeah. godfall state of play like whenever give, whenever they decide to do it give them 40 yeah. minutes and tell them to you know and you know, because again i'm invested in the destiny universe but they will bring the destiny bungie will do their own stream and michael's even seen this when they when when bungie goes live on twitch they carry weight they get thousands yes. of people watching their reveals watching their stuff when they release a trailer when bungie releases a trailer they control the internet for a couple of, they control the video game internet for a couple of hours when they when bungie when when bungie does something and PlayStation can do the same. And if PlayStation wants Godfall to be successful, they need to do the same. It's time. If Sony wants this to work with Gearbox, they need to throw their weight. Yeah. And the way you throw your weight is to show your game. And also, I think it, a key thing for this would be to please have the developers on that studio working on it, not Gearbox's people. Have right. the developers work on it because Gearbox has its own like stank on it. Yeah. If they no, put create, Randy- creative creative director, yes, exactly, and community manager for the developer yes yeah no and i think that's key my fear is they would put randy pitchford out there doing magic tricks and shit and then the twitch chat will be talking about medieval times instead of talking about the game so they need to like do that like i think the last of us didn't even have a long one the last of us i think had like an 18 minute one no but anytime you saw last of us you saw Druckmann. yeah exactly yeah no but i'm saying like in terms of length it doesn't even have to be a super long one if they just do like here's 18 solid minutes of gameplay with the creative director talking over it. I think that would help this game significantly. My only fear is that they haven't done that yet is it won't. There's not a lot there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But we'll see. I don't want to be too negative about it, but it's definitely one of those scenes where I wanted to read the room, you know, get a temperature on this game after Twitter. And I was just, and again, like I think that there's, there's certain expectations that come with using the term looter 
or using the term games as a service nowadays. Like yeah. people are, you know, just just like there's there's a stigma that comes with episodic games. Like like with you know people have felt like they've been burned by the Telltale debacle, and so there's a stigma that comes with episodic games. Um, there's a stigma that you know that comes like this this other game that, we, that you talked about, the Aeon Must Die game, like if anybody that's following the video game world heavily, if you talk about it, oh, is that the game that the developers, like, you know, that they Got hired fired. an art director yeah. to do their trailer? Like, yeah. is that game even ready? You know, like, and th- those things carry significant weight, and they need to either swing that weight in their direction, or that weight's going to roll downhill and it's going to hit up, it's gonna, your game's going to launch with a thud. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, they need to do a lot to fix it, especially, like, it's showed up at all the PlayStation events. Like, it's almost associated with the PS5. I know it's an exclusive for PS5, but it's been at all the PS5-related things. This game that... is coming out the day the PS5 launches. Exactly, and we don't even know how big <laughs> that lineup is. Yeah. So it has the advantage of being one of the only games available on launch day, and if it doesn't even do well then, or if it leaves a bad impression, that makes the system look bad. Yep. Like, if there's only, like, five games available... A significant amount of people. This is going to be the one that the average person is going to heard of. I've heard of though, like, oh, PlayStation comes out today. I pre-ordered it. I'm going to to Target or to GameStop or Best Buy or wherever to get my PlayStation. And like, oh, what are the games you want? And they lay four or five games out there, and and some of them are, you know, Watch Dogs or you know whatever. Oh no, I want want a new game. Like, I want I want the newest. Like, oh, okay, well, it's Godfall. Like, just hope it's not shit. (laughs) Yeah, because that 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 will be like a super bad look for people buying their ps5 if they're like i yeah. just want the games that are exclusive for this well and exactly um in the chat down up destiny says unlike previous generations though godfall is competing with live services titles that are backwards compatible like destiny's just gonna work i'm assuming division's just gonna work and it's gonna look better why would i spend yeah. 60 dollars on a game that i don't know if it can actually live up to the hype or i can play my destiny in 4k 60 frames because i have good enough tv for it now exactly uh but that is it for the news uh, so uh, take it away, Dave. All right. Um, so uh, first first thing for playing and watching, um, my work schedule has sucked since coming back from vacation. So um, I played. Yeah. Pun- the yeah. retail punishment. <laughs> uh, I'll leave the last part because I think you and I will just bleed our conversation together. So I'll talk about Fall Guys when I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought an Xbox One S. Um, I found a, a really good deal on it and picked it up. The only thing I've been able to do with it so far is plug it in and update it. <laughs> did you cancel your game pay, uh your pc game pass i upgraded it to ultimate oh, you upgraded okay yeah i got ultimate for like a dollar for a month or two i think yeah um so then i upgraded it to ultimate um and then what i was actually really impressed with was um the uh yes it is an xbox game pass machine 100 percent. i bought xbox one to have an xbox game pass machine um i uh the, actually the thing that I'm, I'm most intrigued with is like on the, the phone apps like i didn't realize I think I can actually like have an Xbox party chat. Like my friend can be playing on the Xbox and I can be talking to him like through my phone. Yeah, yeah, it has like the full the full application. Yeah, which thing. I don't understand why Sony doesn't have that. I think they might, but you have to download the Messenger app? No, I have that. You can't I can't join parties. Okay, okay. Otherwise, I would do it just to mess with people. Damn, Nintendo does that. That's the only way to do party <laughs> chat on Nintendo. Yeah. Um so like I was just really you know encouraged by that uh just the functionality of, of what I was seeing um I'm completely lost on the interface um I think I need to factory reset it because I did buy it you know third party um so I'll have to clean some of that stuff up but um 
in full disclosure like uh, part of me just upgrading this to uh, game pass uh, ultimate and you know x cloud stuff uh part of what pushed this forward a little bit for me about 10 or 15 percent is the destiny content being free part of as part of game pass ultimate so for me to have something that i could because my primary console playstation and my gaming pc are downstairs in my office where i'm sitting now um sometimes i don't want to come down here and play video games because it kind of you know feels like work a little bit so like laying on the couch doing mindless stuff playing game pass games or playing you know with with friends you know competitive or uh, not competitive but playing like a cooperative halo with with you know with johnny um or any of those things are intriguing to me and i would love to do them like kind of laying on the couch or you know mindlessly grinding something in destiny while talking to my wife uh versus her having to come downstairs um so getting that was you know a good you know it was a good step and then plus the the game pass just the stuff that's offered on game pass on consoles is more than on pc and i definitely feel like it's worth the ten dollars more and it'll definitely feel more worth more of that when xcloud comes next month so um i'm not super concerned i tried to get uh game uh, xbox all access like a, that was like because like i think in like 12 to 18 months i can upgrade to the series x and that would be like perfect timing for based on when um so for, uh when series x will start releasing exclusive first party content yeah um the for for those of you that don't know xbox all access is a like i think it's like 22 or 24 dollars a month you get a console and you get game pass ultimate so it's 18 dollars if you don't want to upgrade if you want to upgrade it's 24 dollars. yeah a month, I but it was it was sold out everywhere because of quarantine <laughs> yeah i couldn't i couldn't quarantine find it, so. and then discontinued so yeah like- so um i'd say so and it, it this is a disc based xbox one s um it's a one terabyte uh so um it's just it, it was important to me to to be able to truly invest into this into this system. It's been seven or eight months since we went multi-platform, so I wanted to to make sure. And I and I'm not gonna. I was. I know that I'm between the two right now. This this kind of solidified the decision with finances being correct. It will be a PS5 at launch for me because again, there's going to be nothing that's going to force me to get a Series X, which I'm okay with. Um, so I can play every like I can you know experience some of the stuff on here on the on the on the uh, Xbox One. Yeah, and um, then PC for anything that needs a little extra juice, you can then yeah. just play play it on PC. Yep, and then I can always do a, a minor upgrade on my PC like next year, like a couple months after PS5 comes out, I can get a better GPU or something, and and I'll be in better shape. So, um, but I haven't had a chance to to delve too deep into it. I I'm hoping to do that later on this week, um, and to to mess with some stuff. So I'm definitely looking for some games, you know, like to play on Game Pass. Uh, Johnny is a boy, a good friend of mine. He's, he's harping on me about uh, Halo Master Chief Collection co-op stuff. So we'll probably do do some of that, and I'd love to stream that. Um, I am interested in seeing how the streaming in app streaming works because I think it'd be also be fun to. Um, stream it from my living room like i can plug any webcam into this put it on top of my tv and i can stream and talk through the through the headset mic hopefully and you guys can kind of see me more in a in a relaxed state having a little bit more fun versus when i'm kind of like always looking at my stream stats to make sure that my stream's not crashing which i'm, I'm doing much less now because my internet is way more stable and i've been able to allocate some resources better so i'm not as terrified about dropping frames and buffering and stuff as i'm as i've become more comfortable with streaming but um it's definitely something that I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to playing. And like, I, I would love to, you know, I think you guys would think it's hilarious, but um, like to pick up a game like Overcooked 
and have two controllers and and you guys to see my wife and how terrible she is at video games terrible i hope she <laughs> so, bleeps us out when she edits this word. yeah she won't because she knows it's a fact <laughs> so, so i still remember playing like wii tennis with her and i think she got tennis elbow playing wii tennis i think she took it serious <laughs> yeah or she's just not capable <laughs> wow <laughs> so um I got some pretty nasty text messages when she was editing our bonus episode that I messed up on. So <laughs> I got those text messages as well. Just because, yeah. again, you messed up uh, what a steak cook is. Which I said I would mess it up. And if you want to know yeah. what I messed up, it's going to cost you $7 a month. Patreon.com slash digital days game. No, I'm just... Um, so, uh, yeah. And then, um, like, obviously Tuesday came and Fall Guys came out. Um, and I was able to intermittently play Fall Guys on Tuesday. And... And I had a, uh, I, I had a lot of fun with that. My wife came downstairs while I was playing, and she's like, what are you playing? And she watched me play it for a couple minutes, and she goes, she literally said it. Listen, it would be like box art for Fall Guys. Fall Guys is the game that 2020 needed. Yes, no, it is the perfect <laughs> summer game, and it's the perfect quarantine game because it's not serious. It's nope. also the perfect follow-up to The Last of Us Part Two <laughs> in terms of, like, the spectrum of sadness and, like, joy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So you you've been hyped about this game since you played it, and I was like, ah, yeah. whatever. It looked cool. Like you played it, you played it at the Devolver Digital thing. You like everything Devolver Digital does for the most part. Yes, that's kind of yeah. like they fit into your into your realm, which is great. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's a battle royale, like eh, whatever. And then it's like free on plus. I'm like, okay, that's a really good thing. Like because you know I was worried about this game and, and not worried about too. it, but you know I was just worried the, about the, the price the and, and, and and player base without cross play. Like it, th- there's always that concern. Um, server issues aside, because there was definitely server issues, which were to be expected um the you know and it, wow if it's doing two million on pc that's crazy yeah i was um, gonna mention that like yeah they had server issues because it was a ps plus game which made it gigantic and then on steam it sold two million copies yeah. so their servers were on fire for like the first three days this game was yeah. out it was i think out most of thursday and friday until it finally yeah. stabilized it, uh, kudos to them like they did a the um i don't know the exact developer name other than fall guys um they did, a, they did a fantastic job of communicating in game what was going on like mm-hmm. fantastic on launch day they were saying they literally popped up a thing said sorry we're shutting it down for two hours you guys are killing us like and, yeah. the, and the, that's exactly what it said um uh, and, and, but if you were in their discord my god whoever the community <laughs> manager is oliver you are the fucking man. Like, he was <laughs> so fucking hilarious in the chat when they did well, the two-hour shutdown. Gonna, what are you yeah. going to do? Like, when they when they said the two-hour shutdown and then, like, bef- like, a couple, like, 20, 30 minutes before the shutdown was over, he showed, like, a graph of what people were doing. And he's like, what are you yes. doing? We told you it's not going to work. Why yeah. are you doing this? Yeah, and, and he basically <laughs> was just like, helping. okay. <laughs> no, and then at a certain point, he's like, all right, I guess we'll just do this. You guys are not going to play even longer now. And it was, just, it was so great to seeing him just like deal with that. Like I ended up messaging uh, Joe who I like interviewed last year, just being like, dude, congrats on the game. Like I I'm sure you can't even like spend that much time replying to this message because like your DMS are full and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I messaged him and he was just like, thank you, man. And then probably, and then I think immediately his DMS were full again on discord. Yeah. <laughs> like like instantaneously it was, it was hilarious to just see how successful this yeah. guy was doing so what did it, you think it, it's fun like it, it's frustrating and fun at the same time you get frustrated but then you realize like it's over and like even if you're watching your buddy play it's over like in 10 minutes like the whole you know so um i'm not as upset as people are about the team games 
Like, I, I, there's definitely some people that are annoyed about the team games. I get it, but I, I think in something that's in such short bites like that, like bite-sized things like that, like even if you lose a team game because they don't know what they're doing, like, um, I, I don't, I, I don't hate it. Um, I, I could definitely see them trying to phase those down, or maybe they do the team games more at the beginning. Because I feel like there's at least three or four games. I, I, I honestly, and I haven't ran any data or anything on this, but I feel like depending on the player count, that weighs which game you play tremendously. No, it does. No. Yeah. So, like, uh, that that dictates your final round. Um, if right. it's less whether than it's six hex- people. Whether it's hexagon yeah. or the gauntlet thing that they have you run. Yeah. Um, if it's, like, six and up, you're going to get the hexagon. If it's under six, you'll get the tail game. If it's six to 12, you'll get the, the, the mountain I think it's I think it sucks if there's like 15 players and then you get a team game and then eliminates like 10 of you because they do yeah. five five and five. I think when you're that close, I think that sucks. I think if you were de- doing team games when you were in the first or second round, I think it'd be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but I get where they're coming from, and some of them are just some of the team games can just be super frustrating. Like the egg hunt game or the egg basket game can be super frustrating. I got um, really good at that one, but I think what helps with the team games. Uh, and this is coming from me, Mr. Antisocial. I got all my friends to play it. Like, I dropped the trailer on them the day before. I'm like, download this game. And I had a couple friends, specifically yeah. one friend who saw the trailer. And he's one of those, like, he's been a friend for a while. The fragile masculinity type dudes to where he saw that and was just I'm like, I'm not playing nah. with a pink bubblegum ball. Basically, yeah. <laughs> like, basically said something like that. And I was like, download it. And then t- turns out he that night played with my other friend until seven in the morning and they had to work <laughs> at nine o'clock and they played that all night. And then I get That's on awesome. and, so. and I stayed up to two in the morning, uh, Thursday, Friday, Friday and Saturday, but uh, no, actually Friday, Saturday, Sunday stayed up till two in the morning with them. And if you have the four, get a person- job. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, if, if you, I put my taxes in, I can get unemployment. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's great that if you're playing with four of your friends, you're guaranteed the to be team on the same team. The team games are so easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the team 100%. games are great. I just wish they, uh, when you get eliminated and you want to watch your friends, you have to like find them yeah. by hitting. I think R1. it should just default to the friends first, and then like yeah. cycle through your first three or four friends, and then cycle through everybody else. Yes, yes, that yeah. little things. There's like that definitely that some fix. improvements that they could make on the game, like, uh, and I think that they will. Like, um, I, I think that there was like rightfully so. I think there was concerns about you know it, was it going to have legs. Um, I don't know, even know if they've talked about it uh, when the next when a, another season starts. Like uh, again, Johnny is a boy days. who yeah, Johnny is a boy who I played a lot of stuff, a lot of games with. Like he's already hit rank forty or whatever, which is like max. That was my concern because I was talking to my friends. My so I've only won two games. And uh, I don't have I don't have a win yet. So, but I played a lot more, so I probably yeah, should. have I think more. I'm like level six, seven. Uh, so my friends already maxed out. Like both of my friends already like maxed out their stuff, and I was talking to them about it of just like. And it's funny, they, since they got a free for plus, they've already bought DLC because they want to tip the developer. Yeah, and uh, and, the, and the cost, the microtransactions aren't terrible. Like the 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 ratio of like how much something costs the in-game currency to what you buy the in-game currency for, I was very impressed with. Yeah, you you get that in-game currency pretty. Frequently. You, you get the in-game currency quickly, but then also just straight out purchasing kudos mm-hmm. uh, through the yeah, PlayStation kudos. Store wasn't that expensive either in terms of no, not at all. kudos to dollar ratio. Like it, I was like, huh. Yeah. Uh, but it sucks because my friends, uh, like Enrique and Josh specifically, 
I played with them and I think they kept switching back and forth with wins. I think one of them's already got the win five games in a row thing. So I would make it to the Which finals. Which the developer thought nobody was going to get that trophy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and I, I didn't think anyone was going to get it either. I know I'm not going to get it unless they had <laughs> private servers and then I can, like, you know, fake it. Cheese it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's one of those annoying things where I was playing with them and they're so fucking good. That yeah. I would make it to the finals every single match, and one of them would win it. So at a certain point, if they won, I told them it counted as a win for me. Like if any yeah. of us won, I've, see, I've seen like like again, I've seen Johnny uh, Jonathan Cologne. He's done a couple things where he's had some friends in the tail game at the end, mm-hmm. and he already has some wins, so he's helped them get their first wins. Like when yeah. there's three of there's three of them and two of them are on you know it's two of them are on party chat and they're they're against the random like they make sure that the the guy that doesn't have the win gets his tail and then like Johnny's just like is like a bodyguard and he just like pushes them all like there's a clip of him like protecting like Fraser or something like that and he's just like literally like I feel so bad for the rando because he's like what are you doing like because he's just grabbing him and throwing him to the ground grabbing him throwing him to the ground. <laughs> Yeah, I, I probably have to coordinate with my friends, but yeah. we're, we're, we're all blood-hungry yeah. at the end. The, and, and, like, the little bit that I've seen on Twitter with the Fall Guys Twitter account, like, there's a huge opportunity. Like, it looks like Witcher might be trying to do something with them. And KFC like is tweeting them, like, hey, you should make this in a game. Like, there's going to yeah. be a lot of stuff they can do. Uh, I think they... I just hope they have, like, a really good roadmap of introducing new games. Because after as much as I've played at it, like, I'm already yeah. level 20-something. So I'm really close. I'll have the level 40 cap for the season yeah. by the end of next week. And well, it's still new. Still it's still fresh for people. So, I, I mean, I don't expect them to like to adjust their seasonal content because of the player base. It went nuts no, no, for no, a couple no. weeks. But I, I just hope that they can keep up with the cos- cosmetic expectation. Cos- cosmetics and then also adding new minigames into yeah, it. Which like, they've I said, hope- they, put, they put out some kind of roadmap where they, they definitely have some more games coming. Yeah, so. they, they do have more. I just hope it's like a steady flow because there's times, you know, when you get into a long session of that game of like three, four hours and you're just like, fuck, this this, this yeah. round again? Because there's only but like there's, 12 to 15. But there's still some that I haven't played yet. Oh, really? Well, yeah. yeah. They, well, sometimes you'll go like large streaks and you're like, man, you know what I really want to play? The soccer game. And you, you'll go like an entire day without playing the soccer game. Yeah. Well, the uh, ring one, the team one where you jump through rings, the, like the I've, hoops, never, I've, yeah. I've, I've never played that. That one's fun, but it's frustrating when yeah. you're not playing with friends who you can like rely on to jump and, in strat- and strategize. And yeah. there's definitely like a, you know, like it's it's kind of cool. There's there's definitely a skill gap. I can see a skill gap in the game in the single races, but then at the same time, it's not that big of a deal because usually like thirty people advance. So like yeah. yeah, winning you know winning is great you know, but you know you don't really get you get and extra kudos for winning you know. But the seesaw one is hilarious because people just don't know how physics work when you're just standing oh, there waiting God. for the. That, <laughs> yeah. That's the one that my friend coined the phrase "agents of chaos." Like yeah. there are agents of chaos that will play that game that will mess everything up for you. And, and there's people that have been trolling at the finish line too. Like I hate that. I push some people off <laughs> from yeah. doing that just because I get mad. So I'm like, no, you're not ruining someone else's time. But yeah, there is definitely a skill level to it. And there's also just enough bullshit that can happen that almost voids that skill level. You know, like there's yeah. enough things that can happen that you know you don't feel like it's unfair my friends kept winning in the finals because their skill level is really high but enough stuff happens in that game that you don't get frustrated that someone's right. better because there's always some bullshit like yeah. uh, my, my friend was talking about like this is what he wants mario party to be you know like this is like this is like a really cool idea this is a really cool game 
that uh, like this is finally like a Mario Mario Party like game on other platforms that doesn't have the bullshit board game aspect that Mario Party has. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just hope they keep adding content to this because I, I, I'm in love with this game and I wasn't expecting to spend that many days uh, playing it. Or I knew I was going to play it, but I wasn't expecting like my friends to jump on this game yeah. like they did. Uh, yeah, so it's great. So if you have PS Plus and you haven't downloaded Fall Guys yet, like you should just do it for sure. If you're playing on Steam, just it's 20 bucks too. It's like definitely worth the, the cost. Um, it's just fun just to kind of kick back and just play a game and you know like and it just doesn't matter it matters but it doesn't matter i mean Mm -hmm. it's i I think i said it's like not stressful and like somebody's like it's stressful and i'm like well you're different your definition of stress and my definition of stress are different do i get frustrated and annoyed when i go to break through a gate and it doesn't break through it yeah but when i set the controller down and walk away am i thinking about the fact that that wall didn't break anymore no like you know versus you know playing something in you know last of us of like do i really want to stab this person like that kind of lingers with you a little bit so um it's definitely something to check out yeah it's got it's it's without its it's not without its problems it needs some improvement um you know the you know they i hope within the next two weeks we get some announcement of at least one or two more mini games added before the within the next 60 days like i hope it's not 60 days before they add something else because i think that they could lose some of their momentum um so i hope that they do have some plans to do something like next week or the you know the week after just to to keep it going again like oh i really want to check that out and it could be even something as just a even a new cosmetic or something to earn and and, and if you're able to get to level 40 that fast um then i think they need to have something you know maybe more achievable you know later yeah there needs to be something extra after that just because the idea that like i'm gonna hit level 40 next week and then there'll still be 50 days left in a season uh, but their rotation of cosmetics, cosmetics change every single day, or at least part of the cosmetic store changes yeah. every single day. So the features, yep. yeah, there could always be something like that. Though I earn a cert, I earn a decent amount of kudos. Like to yeah, I, I, th- I have I barely spent anything. Day. Yeah, I barely spent my kudos, and I have a, I have a lot that day. So I definitely hope that they, um, you know, figure out something to to keep that enticeful, and maybe they start doing something like daily logins to, to you know, like little things like mm-hmm. that could help. So, because that's that's definitely something that doesn't take very long. Like the, everything, I was surprised with like the the load times to just to boot the game up aren't bad. Which some of the games currently on you know current gen, the load times alone are a pain in the ass. Um, and then the the only thing that's like a you know can be a little annoying sometimes is just waiting for the falling to happen. But I think that's been some of the server issues. So that is yeah. Um, but. Anything what else, else Dave? you been? No, no. I was gonna oh, say, no. what else you been playing? I barely watched anything. I watched some of the. Been watching a lot of the NBA. That's been fascinating to watch. So, yeah. and watching baseball crumble and college football crumble and trying to figure out when the NFL is going to put their bubble in because if they don't put a bubble in, they're not making it past Halloween. Nope. Um, so, <laughs> the the main thing I played other than Fall Guys was the Avengers beta. I did the classic pre order from Amazon. Didn't work. That's you complain to customer service and get a five dollar coupon. <laughs> uh, I did the classic uh, pre order from Amazon because they don't charge you until it ships, so then I can cancel it if I want to. Uh, but I might keep it surprisingly. Uh, so this was just a beta weekend. Uh, it's basically been everything we've seen in the trailers so far uh, that's playable. Uh, you start off the the beta. All single player stuff, basically. Uh, doing the A Day, I believe is what they call it, where you yeah. basically are at the Avengers, uh, or you're at the San Francisco Bridge, and they constantly 
uh, switch between all the different characters so you get like a little taste of all their abilities. Uh, and to my, my rank from abilities uh, of the, the core Avengers uh, is Thor, fun as hell to play. His character design, I still think is bad, but he's the most fun to play just because it's like a budget God of War in terms of how, you know, his how uh, the hammer works, like the axe in God of War. Doesn't feel as quite as impactful as God of War did or doesn't feel quite as good, but it's still really fun to throw that hammer around in it. Uh, Hulk is then my second favorite of the core Avengers team because it also feels like a... I'm just going to keep calling it budget, even though it's a AAA game. It feels like a budget Hulk Ultimate Destruction from the GameCube. It, it you, You're really powerful. You can really mess up the, the enemies. Uh, the Avengers are straight up killing people. I don't give a shit what people say. They're murdering people with their powers in this game. Uh, but the Hulk stuff is cool. It is limited in like those sections in terms of like what he can destroy and what he can do. It's very linear uh, early on. And the levels are open-ish, but they're also linear as well so hulk has cool things he has shitty platforming that he has to deal with which well, of I course hate. you know where it's just like all the walls have like white he's scratches a giant and green like, man we expect him to jump like mario come on I, no i just hate how basic the platforming is to where it's like in even in regular levels you'll just see like a wall with white, white scratches of paint on it and they're like oh, okay that's a wall hulk can get up there and then he can get to a section other people can't and i it, it doesn't feel great uh, mm-hmm. Then Captain America is really fun just because it's, you know, it's Captain America. It's, it's, he's a melee combat character with uh, a shield that flies around. So he has that God of War Thor feel going for him. Uh, Black Widow's cool. The gunplay with her is pretty good. She's super acrobatic, just like in the comics. So that's pretty fun to play. My least favorite, though, was Iron Man because I think the shooting feels bad. Like his shooting specifically. And I don't like the, mm-hmm. how slow his character moves. Uh but I was surprised how yeah, well the I couple, did enjoy Yeah, the couple it. live streams that I saw, like his hovering and stuff, like it just looked clunky. Yeah, it, it looked clunky. I think the problem I'm going to have with this game, and a lot of people will, is because they're trying to cover so many different heels, uh, heroes, they don't master any yep. of them. Jack of uh, all trades, master of none. Yes, and that, that is a definite problem in this game. Uh, the story so far, or like in the beta, and you know uh, what it's looking like, is pretty good. It, it's has one of my main, my favorite comic book characters, Camilla, Miss Marvel, as the the main character, and she's basically trying to get the team back together. Uh, the writing is is good, like the dialogue is fine, uh, but a lot of the stuff that they have you do is just kind of basic and boring, which is like the thing I have an issue with. Like I mentioned earlier, with games as a service, is they have to give you like this gameplay loop that is also often very repetitive. And that, I think, is a problem with this game because it's going to be a games-as-a-service and because it's a jack-of-all-trades scenario, the levels don't feel very special and therefore the story can't feel special to individual characters because it has to cover so many different characters and then the game has to flex based on what character you happen to be playing for later missions Mm -hmm. and the team composition. So it has to be just generic enough to fit all these other characters in. But... I did enjoy playing the game despite me hating on it as much as I have been to where I went from like, I probably won't pick it up to I, I there's a good chance I'll pick it up on sale. Uh, not necessarily day one, unless I can get my friends to play. I 
did a stream. I did the first like two and a half hours on Twitch. I'll, I'll highlight it. So it's, it's like there for, uh, uh, VOD. Uh, I feel like the, the, the game is very thin though, in terms of like the leveling up system is pretty good, but the hero's abilities are pretty defined. So you just get different moves that they can do that are very cinematic and cool looking, but that feels like it can run out pretty easily. The cosmetics are there, which is cool, but the specific gear that you're picking up is just basic leveling, boosting up your character. I don't really feel anything special. I feel like they know that. So there's just a button. It's just like equip best, uh, equip the highest gear button. So you don't even have to really engage and move most, around the gear to level up your character. Most uh, games have that now. Okay, yeah, it, but when I saw that, because um, I was like reading, and I was like, okay, this does this better, but in reality, it was just like plus one, plus two, plus three. Okay, cool, let me just put this on, as opposed to me actually being strategic with the different gear. I didn't feel like there was any depth there, so every time I got new gear, it would pop up a message like, your gear is higher, and then I would just load into that menu, hit L2, equip it, and then be done with it. Uh, so that worries me too, is like there, there isn't that much depth in this game as a game, as a service. It's going to be based on how well that story is told. And so far the story from what I've seen is pretty basic just because they have to juggle so many different characters, uh, with this game. Um, so I know that there was a conversation we had on Twitter, like, about like the skill tree and like there's obviously mm -hmm. some stuff that i missed when i was criticizing it um and i don't and it'll be an open beta next week so i'll play it for sure um do you see i guess my biggest question is what happens when you fully level up hulk is it worth to continue to play as hulk that is what is going to have to rely on the story to give you a reason to do that other than he could be fun to play for you but i would need to see how the later stages take advantage of hulk or if the later stages just turn into empty arenas because right. i don't know if his gameplay's fun enough for him to just be in an empty arena and the sections that are catered to him weren't that fun so they need to like make better scenarios without forcing characters to funnel specific care or play specific characters yeah and i started watching a little bit of the war table stuff and it looks like that they might have some type of modifier system in there as well where you replay stuff with at a harder level with more things in it. Yes, um, yeah, they do have that stuff, which is good. Is but the, what type the, of what type of loot is dropping though? Like, is there is there like is there like gloves for Hulk? Like, what so, what is it? Yeah, so like the gear, it was like it was like jewelry type stuff, like different uh, like bracelets and uh, gems. But they, that but sort they of have thing. In, they have in game ability effects and they have traits. Yeah, they have some, like, effects on uh, how stuff looks a little bit, but they don't change the physical appearance for your character. That's a separate thing you unlock, like, different okay. costumes for your character. But putting uh, on a certain kind of bracelet, like, enhances his punching ability? Yes, like, it, it can enhance okay. different aspects of the character, so that's where that can come in to play, and maybe there's a little stuff for that. But for me personally, I need, like, the story to hit and the gameplay to hit before the leveling up system, because mm -hmm. in where I end up with these games is just give me the best thing that's available. Right. Uh, I don't care about like weakening one you, thing to make yeah, one thing better. Yeah, you're not a build crafter or a combo, a combo producer. Or, like you're not going to play Hulk and play an aggressive one and have like Iron Man be like a healer or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, 
I, I need the gameplay to to do all the talking for me. And there's there's just enough flaws with the individual characters that like no one felt great. And that's the mm-hmm. real bummer for me. You know, I was really disappointed when I thought Iron Man felt like crap. You know, mm-hmm. I was just like, Iron Man could be really cool. Uh, and then Cap felt great. Uh, but, you know, spoiler early on, like you can't play as Cap, <laughs> you know, for story reasons. Camella mm-hmm. uh, actually felt really good. Miss Marvel was like really fun to play. Uh, probably my favorite one. I didn't include her in my earlier list because, you know, she's like not an Avenger. She'll probably be one at the end of the game. Uh, she was actually really fun to play. But I, I worry that I kind of saw and got my fix from just the beta and I would continue my progress uh, during the open beta. Yeah. Uh, my worry is, is there enough for me to play day one if I get like six hours worth of content out of this beta? <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, I mean, that's always a concern. So like, and, and again, like we're a month out from release of this and, you know, not, you know... Like I, you know, the con- like the concern, the back, what's going to be in the back of everybody's head is like, did I just play fifty percent of this game? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like I played fifty percent of the game. I think it's going to be, did I get all the fun mm-hmm. <laughs> out of this game? Because it could be a super long game. Well, and then plus the more and more stuff that's been coming out the last week about this is this game has microtransaction shit all over it. Yeah, it could potentially get real bad. They're talking about stuff. exclusive content for like Verizon cell phone holders and stuff. Like, oh yeah, that's the worst type of stuff. To where it's like yeah. different carriers have different like costumes and abilities that they'll be able to get, and that's frustrating. Yeah. Uh, but Square's probably already just like it's not going to sell the crazy number. Square Enix thinks it's going to sell, so they're going to try and get whatever deals they yeah. can out of it, uh, which is a disappointment. Yeah, I hope this stuff doesn't ruin the joy of the game. If I do pick it up, I'll probably pick it up on sale. Or if I do pick it up day one, uh, I will probably need my friends to like guarantee me that they're going to buy a copy because uh, mm-hmm. it'll probably be fun just to get through the game with them. Oh, we're going to the uh, store right now if you're saying you're buying it. Go over there. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you go, exactly. to, you go to the register right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I want a screenshot of them downloading the game. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before I download the game and then have to set play dates up. Uh, for that but yeah i so i i know i sounded really negative uh throughout most of that but i the game did play better than i thought it was going to be so there's enough there to at least keep me interested in it uh as opposed to like write it off which i think i sounded like i was gonna do basically well when we the concern talked about the-, the concern with it too though is like the viability of the investment into october and november and december mm-hmm. like again division would talk about okay even before when division two came out like here's our end game mm-hmm. um anthem as terrible as it was they had they initially had an end game plan they had a roadmap destiny has roadmaps um you know overwatch has the seasons uh you know like fall guy has the the you know fall guys has the the battle pass that you're earning you know like you're earning stuff like the the carrots there like i don't i from my standpoint is i don't see like okay why am i gonna level hulk and captain america and thor up like how is that going to help me in october and november they need to explain that position before launch and is there going to be a a raid like or a pinnacle end game activity of something that's hard that rewards you uh, other than hey spider-man is going to show up in an in-game event and he might have another story but then you're going to go back and play the stuff with him before and again to the point of what the guy on twitter was telling me of like oh destiny is the same thing it is and it isn't the same thing because it Destiny has evolved now to where 
it is there repeatable content in destiny 100 percent. yes there is repeatable content in destiny um however at least each season a significant thing changes of what i'm doing for and those couple of months this game could do that because there is so much marvel lore that yes. they could come up with great events they could do affinity war secret wars mm -hmm. they could do uh the scrolls there's so much stuff that they could do it's just is will they square do enix it? gonna make enough money to warrant doing it yes like is are they gonna go the ubisoft route of like no matter what this game sells we have a plan for the next year uh are they gonna and if they have that though they need to kind of show it to the player and say hey yeah. you know when you complete this and you want to do something cool with your friends like i'm coming in hot like coming november 10th infinity war secret room like i don't know yeah. like they well, need to they, they, they need, need to do, title something they can't i hope they don't do anything cute like put an end game or, or like a post credit scene at this because 90 percent of the players don't finish their game that they right. buy they need to do something to where if you get the physical game there's a slip of paper that says Thanos is coming in December or, you know, yeah. like some sort of like big buildup. They need to like do the thing that we see with other games where the menu will change. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, what's that going to be to hype up the next hero and the next big event? Like yeah, they Call, need of, to Call of do Duty that. does it every time the season changes. Now your your tile on your on your game changes. You're like, oh, wait mm -hmm. a minute. That looks different than it did last week. Yeah. Destiny does it every, you know, every season as well. The tile changes a little bit so that there's there's things to draw your attention to say, hey, come back and play. And like and whether you like games of service or you don't like games of service, like there's always going to be something that might hit somebody you know like you know did we think that seasonal content would work for call of duty i at first didn't think it is now it's actually one of the best things that call of duty has done in a long time mm -hmm. is seasonal content working for destiny there are there can be arguments each way did it did did the game as a service work for anthem no is is the seasonal content working to, for division two right now i don't think so is it working for rainbow six yes is it working for for honor yes does it appear that fall guys has a plan for long term yes did i just list like eight games as a service now that i've actually played yes like yeah. that's a problem so like there's there's you know your pie your figurative pie is only so big and there's only so many sections that you can cut before you run out of pie yes yeah. <laughs> and i also think this game has a mountain it's got to climb because we just got the best one of the best marvel superhero games Mm -hmm. with spider-man just two years ago and throughout playing the the beta i was like man i would really kill for a miss marvel game i would really kill for uh, a good thor game hulk game captain america game and i'm not going to get that from this just because of the nature of this game and they can hype spider-man as like the the big content that's coming next year and if it doesn't live up to the hype of Marvel Spider-Man, Sony's Spider-Man, then it's going to be dead and I'll be the first and last big DLC for it. Yeah. You know, like they have to live in a shadow of coming after one of the best Marvel comic book games. And they've like, got a, they've got a great opportunity with September. A lot of games have ran away from September. Like they've got a great chance to grab this player base and hold on to them. But then they've got to be able to at least hold on to them to get them to sign in like weekly or monthly in October and November when all these other when all these other heavy hitters are coming. When Call of Duty 2020 is coming. When which when when Watch Dogs is out. When Cyberpunk is out. You know, like like they. I'm not sitting there saying that these people are going to have to be playing Avengers 20 hours a week, but you want them to at least sign in if there's 
if there's a weekly reset or a you know like a ten day reset or whatever is going to be there to to like this kind of get them into their into their gameplay loop or into their routine. And if they if they really do have a loop and a routine, they need to explain that. And if they have explained it and I've missed it, somebody please let me know about it because I want to see what they're trying to do. Yeah, and you need a Square Enix uh, account to play this game, so I'm sure they'll email you updates <laughs> once you start playing it. Uh, but Did yeah, you watch that, anything? No, no, just okay. fall guys any any second I get. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna jump into the questions. You can send us questions using hashtag Ask Digital Days. Um, you can put them in the Facebook group. You can put them in Discord. You can you know anywhere. Like again, all the social links are in the show. Uh, if you just use the hashtag Ask Digital Days on Twitter, um, we'll find it because we search the hashtag. Uh, so in the Facebook group, Randy Hale uh, wrote, "Do you have a quote go-to close quote game where you you're just not sure what to play?" Uh, his is Rocket League. Um, I think this is inevitable. I would assume that Michael's is Overwatch and mine is Destiny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Tetris ninety nine mm-hmm. tends to be Tetris ninety nine and Luminous is when I'm like in bed. You know, especially you know. Uh, like I'm on the couch and I don't really feel like watching anything because there's like nothing on TV anymore and there's no new movies coming out. So I'll just take out the switch and play Tetris 99 for an unreasonable yeah. amount of time. Cause like overwatch, I, I go hot and cold on overwatch. Like yeah. I haven't played it in like a week because it's been bad runs, but then I get super into overwatch and play it for two weeks straight. Uh, so like Tetris 99 and, uh, Lumines on the Switch are like my go-to one. And before yeah. they were on the Switch, it was on my Vita or yeah. you know Tetris on my OG Game Boy, which I still have. Yeah, somewhere. mine is definitely yeah. You know, mine is Destiny. It's been Destiny for a long time, and it will probably get worse in September when I can actually, if I can play Destiny on my phone, I can play it well. Yeah. Oh god. It'll, it'll get bad. <laughs> Start carrying your controller. Yeah, like if it works, if it works on my lunch break at my store, like oh my god, it'll get bad. I'll have to like carry a battery charger pack with my for my phone, <laughs> depending on what this does to my battery life. <laughs> um, and then uh, Matt Lowe, whose birthday is today when we're recording this, so happy birthday. Um, is uh, he wrote? Um, I f- I feel the release of the uh yeah he said he feels the release of the official Destiny cookbook has slipped by without any discussion. It arrived last week, and I'll be making Gallarhorn doodles for the reset this week. Have you ever made any food, drinks, or snacks based on a game? Uh, Me, personally, I've never made any, but uh, I have gone to uh, places that, like, have, like, video game-based stuff. There's a place at Ignite. Uh, or a place in Chicago called Ignite. It's a land gaming lounge with like rock band rooms and stuff. And they have a full bar. Uh, they have some really cool like cocktails that are gaming related. Like mana potions that come in a little potion thing with a little cork top. Uh, they have a, a Resident Evil uh, drink that comes with like tequila in a little syringe that you put into to the drink. Uh, so I've had like cocktails that are video game related. But I've never... Sarah made some Animal Crossing cookies, like shaped like Animal Crossing characters. Uh, and she's also made Mario cookies, like made them out of the Mario stars. So Sarah uh, bakes cookies based on video games, uh, which is always cool when she does that. Uh, so I, I've definitely had cookies and alcoholic drinks <laughs> that 
uh, yeah, video game like, related. We've I've seen the, the the closest I've really been to it is like some of the gaming events and stuff I've been to have been themed a little bit around that. The bars sometimes will have special like name drinks that you can order that are based on you know especially when we go to like mixers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nothing specifically exclusive. Um, nor do I. I saw this Destiny cookbook and I was like, oh, okay, it's a cookbook and like uh, I'm not I'm not a really big cooking guy. Um, so, but yeah. And my wife's like, do you want that? I'm like, are you going to use it? And I was like, she, you, know, you probably don't really even want to buy the groceries that require <laughs> yeah, any of yeah. that stuff. Can I order them as curbside orders? Can they be brought to my house? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that's our show uh, for the most part. Our spotlight, I would assume, would just be, again, like uh, our August bonus episode is, uh, is live on Patreon for the $7 subscribers. Again, patreon.com slash digitaldaysgaming. We had a food debate um discussion yes. debate uh so and again just as a quick reminder august was food july was um how we got our gaming origin stories june was e3 memories and may was um retail stories so yeah. if you feel led to support us on patreon at any of the at any of the de- de- denominations we appreciate it a dollar essentially pays for uh one month of podcast hosting three dollars uh gets you into our the private discords channel not the server the server's open to the public there's a private channel that you can also get as a twitch subscriber if you link your twitch and your discord you'll have access to it as a subscriber to us um the five dollar tier is you know along with the discord access you get the uh, the weekly up ep- weekly numbered episode 24 hours early so you get it on wednesday mornings and then the seven dollar tier is the bonus episode the 24 hour early access and the discord access so each tier continues and carries over so if you want to use that there is also a paypal link to, in the show in the show notes as well if you just want to give us a direct donation that's always appreciated again please do not feel obligated to uh, to support us through patreon or paypal those are just another revenue of way for you guys to support us if you so choose the the most helpful thing is reviewing the show sharing the show and listening to the show it's always cool when somebody listens to something like we had the twitter conversation earlier in the week about somebody you know like having us dial back to a conversation we had so that was that's always fun um so those are those are the ones that make it worthwhile of like we of we know when the episode uh, like randy said something in the facebook group that i sounded upset last week and i was like <laughs> you know annoyed um so like the, and i was like okay well i want to make sure i don't come across like that all the time but at the same time I, you guys understand like a little bit of passion and emotion and i really hate dongles <laughs> yeah so uh we appreciate everyone listening and hanging out uh whether you hung out in the twitch chat or you're listening and sharing the show on uh your podcast services and um i hope everyone has a great week and i will have a college freshman by the time you guys listen to me next week (laughs) uh and just one last thing uh it should already be in the feed but i have a interview going up with the creators of a documentary called pretending i'm a superman the tony hawk video game documentary that should already be in the feed by the time you listen to this as a podcast in your podcast feed, uh, but check that out. It's like 20 minutes. Uh, so give that a listen. Uh, I'm excited about Tony Hawk. There's a demo coming out and Dave needs to go to Chipotle for me to, to give me that demo. <laughs> That's what that text message was about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Um, and if, if you're, if, again, this is, if this is your first time listening, we'll link the, the Tony Hawk uh, podcast link in the descriptions and the show notes. So you guys can check that out. And again, just, f- just find us like all, just look at the show notes. And if you're not following or, or subscribe to any of those things, please consider doing that. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, our own personal Twitters, everything you need is in the show notes. So um, that way you guys don't have to hear me ramble about them. So I hope everyone has a great week. We'll talk to you later. Don't be a dick. See ya.